the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. It is a Freaky Friday edition here. So before you fill up the cup with your favorite libation and chug it on down, uh, let's get silly on the sauce here, Lundy, and try to predict, and this is uh, usually a futile game, uh, which Major League Baseball player will go yard here on this Friday? We got a full slate of games, as we always do, heading into the weekend series. So, Lundy, I'll let you bat lead off today. Give me your home run pick to click, my man. Oh, Brad, Bo knows. Bo knows baseball. <laughs> and, Bo, and Bo Bichette knows baseball as well. I'm taking Bo Bichette at plus 490. At FanDuel. Yeah, that's right. It's a Friday, so I am aiming for the fences. He will be uh, at home. He will be facing Jordan Montgomery. Brad Bo Bichette has a 546 lifetime average against Montgomery, including two round trippers. So, Bo, pay me, please, because the last five days have been awful. Well, it's hard to predict. That's why these things are juiced up to high heaven uh, for a guy to touch them all. Uh, Bo Bichette was on my short list, and I may be featuring him on Live on the Line today, as a matter of fact. And every time I hear his name, if you say it really fast, all I could hear is Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I start worrying that like, uh, 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 that somewhere nearby is like Jabba the Hutt, and <laughs> we're in trouble. That's, and we're going to fall all... into the Sarlacc pit, and that's going to be it. That's is that what that is that what that thing was called? God, yeah. I was, I was yeah. scared of that as a kid. I yeah, you started to worry that like you were going to fall down outside and just whoosh, you were going to be gone. <laughs> well, that was the fate of Boba Fett. Hopefully, it will not be the fate of Bo Bichette tonight against the Yankees at home. Uh, I'm going to go with a Western theme tonight. I'm going to go with Mike Trout, uh, who is going to morph into a great white shark, and that's kind of what he has done in his career inside what is now T-Mobile Stadium. It used to be called Safeco for years. It's still in my mind uh, what it should be named. Uh, but anyway, in 85 career games on the road in Seattle, uh, Lundy, he's batting 337 with 30 jacks and 74 RBI with a 1,145 OPS. He had a pair of homers last night. He look over the last seven. Maybe he's starting a heater He's batting 389 with four homers and eight RBI during that stretch. Goes up against Robbie Ray, who is a southpaw at last check. And Trout is batting just a, a mere 347 against lefties this season. So I say Trout gets a long ball. And right now, best odds in the business at FanDuel on that one at plus 310. And early bonus time. Uh, if you don't want to chase the home run, I think he's going to knock in at least a run tonight. That's plus 160 right now at DraftKings. So, Oh, very nice. Yeah. Going with the backup play just in case. I wanted to go uh, with C.J. Crone as my home run pick mm. uh, because he has not hit a home run in 15 days for being the guy Dude. that leads – well, he's due. The problem is he's going up against Mackenzie Gore here in Denver tonight uh, in the matchup against the Padres. And Gore's only given up one home run all year. Yeah. 
and so that's the problem is I don't know that Crone can get off of whatever this slump that he is in right now uh, and really that the entire Rockies team is in. They have been swept in back-to-back series at home. Uh, it is not pretty over at 20th and Blake here in Denver right now. Well, uh, it's about as pretty as my uh, favorite team in Major League Baseball, Chicago Cubs, who've lost yeah. 10 in a row, Lundy. So yeah. I can empathize. I can feel your pain but you know what like i said it's a friday and uh we're gonna pour another edition right now of the fade five number five all right lundy uh, i know the puck will not be dropped until tomorrow game two of the stanley cup finals i'm sure you're gonna be in attendance uh along with about uh you know 15 20 000 of your closest friends allies inside ball arena uh which is going to be loud which is going to be deafening which is going to be piercing for the opposition uh, we did get an update, so before you offer your selection from our friends at BetMGM on some of the splits uh, in this game, too, right now on the money line, we've seen the juice go from minus 150 to minus 160 in favor of the Avalanche. Why? Because 61% of the handle on the Avs to win this thing straight up. Interestingly, massive divide between overbetters and underbetters right now. Uh, the total is set at 6 of the handle, 70% of the bets on the over with 30% on the under percentage of tickets uh, and only 16% on the under in terms of handle. And if you want to get the puck line, it's minus one and a half for the Avs at plus 165. Oh, yeah, get seduced by the Jews there. 70% of the bets and 78% of the handle. Yeah, again, on those plus odds with Colorado. So, Let's route the puck. Let's make some bucks over the weekend. Give me your first selection. Again, game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, so uh, I don't like uh, what the public is doing in terms of the over-under. Now, in truth, if you look at the matchup between these two teams in terms of how they played each other, they've actually hit the over in five out of the last six times that they've played. That said, um, I pointed this out. I used this stat uh, earlier this week. I used it on uh, the Avalanche pregame show on Wednesday night as well, that Vasilevsky's worst career save percentage against any NHL team is actually the Avalanche. Um, They have managed to get the puck past him more than anybody else in terms of a percentage standpoint with all 32 teams. But that said, Vasilevsky in game ones this postseason, Brad, his save percentage is 884. Mm. In games two through seven, 939. Dude just flips a switch after the first game. And so I am going to start things off here with a simple two-legger. I am going to take Tampa plus one and a half. I think even if they lose, it's going to be another close contest like it was on Wednesday night. And then I am going to alt-line it and take under six and a half. I'm going to get rid of the ability for that push with the flat six. And I'm going to say under six and a half. If you put those two things together, I built it at DraftKings this morning. That is a plus 160. So close game. Lower scoring. Yes, I'm going against the public, but what a surprise. I, you know, it just I, I, I'm always out there doing the little TYG and pissing everybody off. Amen. I'm going to uh, tell you on that one, especially uh, with that built-in extra yar, Captain Hook, and fade the public. Take the under. Number four. All right, Luddy, let's get another pick on the board. Game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. What do you got for me? Uh, let's go to Steven Stamkos. Uh, he right now is a plus 165, so just about the same payday as that two-legger that I just gave you. Plus 165 for an anytime goal. He had three shots on goal on Wednesday, did not score. But so far in the postseason, he has 57 
shots on goal. He had five goals in the series against the Rangers, and then he had two apiece in the two different series against Florida and Toronto. But what's important to me is those five goals against the Rangers. That was obviously the Eastern Conference Finals, the most recent of the series that he has played. Um, And obviously he got his shots. You look at Nikita Kucherov, he only had one shot. Um, on Wednesday, but Stamkos was able to get through and actually put some shots on Darcy Kemper. I say coming up tomorrow night that one of those gets through for Stamkos. So I'm going to take Stamkos for an any time goal. And we said it. We think this is going to be a little bit low scoring. I'm, I, I, I like the under. You like the under as well going against yep. the public. Um, but if it does, uh, if we do get the scoring out of Tampa, I think Stamkos is going to have to be the guy that breaks uh, that breaks through for the Lightning. So take him at plus 165. Oh, and let you know I have to work in a song because I love songs. And Nathan McKinnon, uh, it's still sitting at four and a half. Uh, I know it's a minus 150 right now. I'm looking at BetMGM. Uh, I'm willing to pay up on that juice. He had five songs. In game one, he's done this in four straight in 10 to 15 postseason games. I see he does it again. Are you with me on that one? Yeah, I, I think he's going to continue to be the guy to take the shots. Um, and the four and a half that sits with him, I think, is a good payday. If you want to go over to DraftKings, it's only minus 145. Oh. If you want to save just a little yeah. bit of juice compared to what BetMGM has, um, they've got it just slightly lower. But he's been sitting at this number throughout the postseason, and he has been almost automatic to get up above that four and a half, especially because he comes out like his ass is on fire in the first period. So a lot of times he's got at least two of those sogs within the first 20. Ooh, a fiery Sphincter, uh, you might want to get that checked out, Nate McKinnon. Number three. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball, uh, where I got absolutely blasted in all the wrong places, Lundy, uh, last night. Uh, I had a hell of a night two uh, nights ago. I went, uh, I think it was 5-1 and one or 6-1 and one on my bets, uh, but the... Uh, Gambling gods giveth, oh, and yes, they taketh away, as I was one in five on my bets yesterday. Uh, We did hit on Martin Perez at plus money on the over four and a half strikeouts, which we featured right here on the pot. Everything else was a swing and a miss. Uh, But uh, let's go ahead and get on this Friday night. Hopefully, we're going to be on the right side of the ledger here because I'm chasing. Uh, I've had four straight profitable weeks, and right now that streak could come to an abrupt end unless I start cashing in, and it starts here at plus money on a two-legger. Uh, pitcher strikeout props. Give me Hunter Green, the fireballer rookie for the Cincinnati Reds, taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. He gets six-plus Ks. And John Gray, the former Colorado Rocky, now a member of the Texas Rangers, against hapless and hopeless Detroit, six-plus Ks. So back-to-back six-plus Ks for Green and Gray. That's plus 117, Lundy, at FanDuel. Uh, Starting with Hunter Green, he has done this at 11 of 12 starts this season and in a pair of starts against Milwaukee at six strikeouts and seven strikeouts. And remember that first match against Milwaukee back on May 5th, That was the game that he kept giving up home runs. It was batting practice. Uh, He got taken over the fence five times. Only pitched two and two-thirds innings. He either hit a barrel or he missed it uh, because he gave up eight earned in that game, but he still struck out seven in those two and two-thirds, which is just stunning to me. Uh, But anyway, he's got one of the highest chase rates in baseball, a 13.3% swinging strike rate. I think he strikes at at least six Brewers. The Brew Crew, by the way, In the month of June, the sixth highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball. Meanwhile, for John Gray, Detroit, the worst offensive team by a mile in the bigs right now. Uh, And I love this over on the five and a half Ks or getting to at least six strikeouts. It's got 9.87 K per nine on the season. Uh, You look at the ERA, it's not the greatest at 4.85. 
Uh, but you peel back the layers of the onion to look at the XFIP at 3.75. It suggests that ERA should be a full tick lower. He's only hit six strikeouts in three of ten games this season. But you look at two of the last three turns of the rotation. Ten strikeouts on the road against the White Sox. A dozen Ks against Tampa. That fastball velocity is up. From last year, he's averaging 95.5 miles an hour with a (laughs) heater. And Detroit has struck out at the third highest clip, 25.6% of the time here in the month of June. So, Lundy, fade or follow, 100 grain, 6-plus Ks. John Gray, 6-plus Ks, plus 117 at FanDuel. I think John Gray is the one that screws you here. Really? I'm going to fade you. I think John John Gray is the one that is going to wind up screwing you. Now, the advantage you've got is that you're doing the six-plus, which means you're taking away the ability uh, to get hooked. Uh, But I think he's going to be at either five or six, and I'm leaning towards the lower number. And so – and maybe I'm biased just because I remember him here in Colorado, and it's like, wee, long ball. Um, And so maybe I'm a little biased of having seen him a little bit too many times in person. Hunter Green, I feel confident with this one. But I don't know, man. I may try to find a different pitcher and do the same thing you're doing and pair up Hunter Green with somebody else because I don't trust John Gray. Mm, I got all the faith in John Gray. Punch him out, Ranger. All right, let's move on uh, to a little siesta. So stay tuned for my top picks of the day in Major League Baseball plus fairness time. Not only the MLB, but potentially in other sports. Number two. All right, Letty, let's get back after it on the diamond, and let's make some dollars here. And this is just a standard run total, and I am going to live in the land down under on the Cardinals and Red Sox. Uh, Boston uh, collectively licking their wounds uh, after losing the NBA title last night to the Golden State Warriors, even in front of their very partisan crowd inside the Gadden. Uh, so, Fenway Park, hopefully they'll try to exercise some of those demons, but hopefully not too much. Uh, it's under 10 runs for me. Uh, it's minus 115 at Bet and GM. This is too high. Given the pitcher matchups here, you got Adam Wainwright taking the ball for the cards and Michael Waka Waka Waka, the formal, former St. Louis Cardinal revenge game, uh, going up there against his former employer. I uh, look at Wainwright this season, a 2.84 ERA with the lowest barrel rates at 5.9%. This year, and he's, he's been quite good on the road, too. A three-flat ERA away from Bush Stadium. Meanwhile, Waka, even better. 2.33 ERA overall. Has not been brutalized by the long ball. Only given up 0.83 home runs per nine. A similar barrel rate, just 5.6%, as his counterpart. But more importantly, a microscopic 0.86 ERA at Fenway this season so runs uh, I don't see him really piling up here and you look at these bullpens yeah you got uh, maybe a little bit of a downside uh, here overall but uh, not really I mean I'm looking at the numbers right now Boston at 3.65 ERA out of the pen St. Louis 3.78 ERA you know you, you tally all this up you slice it and dice it, it only points in one direction, and the conclusion is the under 10 for Cardinals and Red Sox, I believe, hits. Lundy, fade or follow? I'm going to go with you on this one because of the pitching matchup and the fact that we're going under 10. I would be a lot happier at 10 and a half. Could I get to the point where I don't have to deal with any push? 
Uh, because again, I go back to my last five days and I just, you know, Captain Hook can, well, he can suck it, uh, over the course <laughs> of the last five days. Uh, no, this is just, these are good pitching matchups. Um, now keep an eye, Nolan Arenado has a very good track record against Waka. Yep. Um, if you go back and look at his career, he's really the only one that has those kinds of numbers. I had it in front of me a second ago. Here it is. 462. Um, he's six for 13 lifetime against him. Um, with uh, with five singles, a double in there. So he's got success against Waka. But other than that, Waka's just been shutting everybody down. So I'm with you. I think this one stays underneath. Would like it better at 10.5, but I'll play the game at 10. Under, under, and under again tonight in Beantown. Number one. All right, let's go to Coors Field in a pitching matchup between the Cleveland Guardians and the Colorado Rockies and the two respective uh, pitchers taking them out. You already brought it up that C.J. Cron uh, is is certainly due for a home run, uh, but with McKenzie on the bump, a guy that has uh, not allowed uh, what just one long ball the entire season, that seems like a profitless endeavor. But uh, I'm going to go with a one game parlay. I think C.J. Cron gets at least a hit tonight, and I also believe that Manny Machado uh, gets a hit tonight as well. And if both of those events occur. Uh, it is minus 130. I know it's not the sexiest one-game parlay out there. A lot of people always chasing like seven, eight legs to try to get it up to like 10 to 1, 15 to 1 or something greater. Uh, but I think uh, both of these guys are going to find some green space. Kyle Freeland is taking the mound for the Rockies. Uh, and the friendly left-hander uh, has been a favorite of Manny Machado in his career. He's 9 for 29 against Freeland. Uh, overall in his career versus lefties this season, Machado batting a robust 290. Uh, Manny has also hit safely in 11 of his last 16 games. Now, Cron has only faced McKenzie Gore twice in his career. He does have a hit against him. It's a, a minute sample size. So I'm not really going to focus on that. What I'm really going to zero in on is the fact that when he rakes, it's typically at home where he is batting 341 this season. And yeah, the balls have not been eclipsing a fence for him, but Lundy, he has hit safely in seven of his last eight games. So we might be heating up, uh, to quote uh, uh, NBA Jam, and hopefully he's going to flush one in and through the cylinder for your boy tonight. So Manny Machado gets a hit. CJ Cron gets a hit. Both of those events occur. Again, minus 130 on that one game parlay. Put it together at BetMGM. Fade or follow. So I'm okay with this one, uh, even though the juice isn't that exciting. But can I tweak it? Sure. Can I give you? Can I get you? Not, give me another leg. I, di- I didn't say twerk, people. I said tweak. <laughs> Clap that no, ass, actually, I'm, Clap actually, it. I'm just gonna go. I, I'm just gonna slightly change it. I'm gonna take C.J. Crone to get a hit, and then I'm gonna take Machado for two or more total bases. Oh. Okay, And that comes in at a plus 109 because I do oh. think that Machado will have a good game. The weather's really nice here in Denver. It continues to be warm and dry. Um, and so that ball continues to fly, uh, you know, in addition to the altitude, just because the weather is cooperating as well. So if you take Crone for a hit and then which is exactly what you did. And then if I change Machado from being a hit to being two plus total bases, I get into positive territory at FanDuel. That's actually a 109. Ooh, okay. That's a spicy so, uh, you know, meatball. We found, found found like what forty, roughly forty points 
uh, difference between your uh, between your same gamer and mine. So it's not a drastic change, but it does get us into positive territory. Yeah, indeed it does, and it really does really suck uh, that walks do not count toward total bases. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I, I mean, I get why they do. I mean, shit, Brad, you and I, it, the juice would change dramatically oh, if yeah. they did that. Yeah. That's for sure, especially when you get some of these pitchers that can, uh, you know, maybe the second time uh, through the batting order start having some control issues. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. But I like it at plus 109. You got me there. You got to get me with your bonus time selection. Serve them up to me, Lundy. Uh, let me give you a, a handful for, again, these are for tomorrow night. These are a couple of uh, player and game props for game two between the Lightning and the Avalanche. Uh, speaking of anytime goal, I already gave you Steven Stamkos. You took McKinnon on his Sogs. I will take Mac for an anytime goal as well at a plus 110. Um, basically the lowest juice of anybody in the game in terms of an anytime goal, but it is still plus territory. And so I will roll with him uh, to be able to get that anytime goal. Val Nachushkin, uh, Valeri Nachushkin, if you want to uh, do the full representation of his name, but they just call him Val around here. Uh, his shots on goal is at two and a half. I'm going to take the over there. That one is juiced up, but I'm willing to pay it uh, at a minus 155. And it's just because I've seen what he's been doing in this postseason. Um, he, uh, around here in Denver, he has been referring referred to as the uh, the smartest um, uh, uh, you know free agent move uh, etc that Joe Sackick did over the course of this season because he has come in and has played extremely well um, he's actually the one that rattled the, sh- the first shot off the cage uh, off the sidebar um, in in game one so I think he's going to continue to get those shots and it is juiced up for a reason but I would still take it and then here's a game prop for you I don't know why again a little bit of a gut feel I think this thing's going to be tied at the end of the first period. I think there's either going to be no score, as Brad and I have told you that we're on the under, or I could see this thing being 1-1 at the end of the first period. And right now you can get that prop at DK at a plus 170. So it's not scoreless. It's just for it to be tied at the end of the first 20 minutes, plus 170. All right, like that one quite a bit. I got a couple of more plays for you in Major League Baseball, and that's about it. Maybe I'm a little bit gun-shy after what happened last night. Dude, uh, but I, power listen, through. hey, true story, okay? A, a couple of months ago, it, I went on a heater. You know that. Yep. We were talking about it on the pot. Like, I went, I was all excited. I'm like, Damn, look at me. And I, you know, I pulled some of my money back out. Brad, last night I had to redeposit because that's how <laughs> bad of a role I'm on right now. I was so proud of myself that I got to take some of my winnings out and I had to turn around and put it back in last night. That's the dead zone that I am in right now. This is like you're on the phone in the car and then all of a sudden the call drops. Yep. That's that's basically me right now with my bets, folks. I would fade the shit out of everything I'm telling you. Yeah, Lundy, uh, dialing from a desolate landscape somewhere yes. right now. <laughs> exactly. I am like, there's like, there's hills and mountains around me. I can't get a damn signal to save my life. Yeah, and you're getting eaten by the bears. Uh, let's go ahead and get after it here in Major League Baseball on this Friday and bonus time. Um, let's start out out west again here. Give me the Dodgers run line, minus one and a half, through the first five innings against the visiting Cleveland Guardians. You get that a plus money right now, even money, plus 100 at BetMGM. Clayton Kershaw taking the ball against Zach. Please, Zach. L.A., number one in baseball and runs scored through five innings this season. Cleveland at number 13 in that category. And Zach, please, Zach, 
Uh, he's got a 6.49 road ERA and a 4-plus ERA first and second time through the batting order. So the Dodgers could come off the blocks hot tonight against those Guardians. Uh, elsewhere, I'm going to take the under on 8 uh, between the Rangers and John Gray and the Tigers and Tariq Skubal uh, taking the ball for that franchise. Again, Detroit averaging just 2.68 runs per nine this season. Uh, Texas not exactly ripping the cover off the ball at 4.29 overall. Scooble's been great. 2.71 ERA, high chase rate, struck out at least six and six of 12 turns the rotation. Texas punches out at the fifth highest clip so far here in the month of June. Uh, So I think uh, runs will be at a premium between these two franchises tonight. So again, give me the under on eight there. Now there are no odds on this last one posted as of yet uh but check it out do some scouring across the sports books uh whit merrifield i think scores a run tonight for kansas city their scrappy leadoff man uh he's on the road along with his royals against the oakland a's frankie montas uh taking the mound uh for the athletics and merrifield great history against him six for 13 overall with a 500 on base percentage yeah, he's only batting 255 here in the month of June, but he has scored seven runs in 14 games and has at least touched home plate once in four of his last seven. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Dave Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Have a splendid weekend. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.